0: Join myself with Michelle Alcorn and Awesome Guests Weekly talking about real workforce recruitment, retention, immigration and community building, success stories and challenges. Michelle will deliver tips and advice we can do to make a difference today in your life or business to encourage better, connect, get the results you want, share her passion and honest frank conversations with people that want to make a difference. This is People Plan Connect. Recruitment, retention, workforce planning, and succession with business strategist, Michelle Elcorn. This is
1: Michelle Alcorn here with People Plan Connect, and I'm excited so much to have a returning guest with me. And it's uh, one of the things that I love when I connect with people is individuals that want to come back and continue to share the story. Darlene and I had a compelling discussion last time, and she's a coach, which we, we really unpacked a bit of that. A professional speaker, volunteer, leader, trainer. And professional listener, because I'll tell you, we're going to talk a little bit about a listening tour that Darlene's been on with me. But one of the things we discussed the last time you were here, and we really ran out of time, and I think that you and I could talk endlessly about it, and it's really making sure that people know what their why is. Why are you doing it? Like why did you decide to change careers? Why did you decide to all of a sudden do something entirely different, Darlene? Why did you all of a sudden decide to build special care homes, which is one of the toughest industries in and go in to do that? And then the other part of it is is people's fear of success. So thanks for coming back today. And I'm gonna just kind of lobby right back over to continue the conversation that we were having before. Because you were really adding a bit more about that. You know, fear of success, but maybe give us a little bit of a lead in today because you spent a lot of years in retail and retail leadership. uh, And then you moved over into special care homes and then went into the real estate sector where you were doing executive level coaching and leadership with people from the United States. Actually, I think you did a little bit of work in Canada, but a majority of your your, your very big coaching clients were, were in the U.S. That was a consistent that came up in your experience, wasn't it, where people got that fear of success?
2: Yeah, no question. Thanks for having me back, by the way, Michelle. You're welcome. It was actually fun. Are we allowed to say that the podcast was fun? We better say it's fun. All right. And we're smiling. Yes. Yes. Remember that? Yes. Yes. we talked about smiling. I smiled the minute you came in. All right. (laughs) That was one of the tips going through. And one of the things is through your career, right? Because I've always been in the people business, first of all. It's just been different products that we've been involved in training people and connecting with them and, and building up their confidence. And a lot of times, you know, in society now and even just some of the whole life, people don't get enough support. They don't understand why. They don't stop and look back and know why they're doing anything. Or get support from the right people. Oh, support from the right people. One thing I noticed in a lot of self-development, and actually in the real estate industry, when I first doing the training, we weren't talking about real estate at all. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> what was the first thing? We wanted to know your why. Mm-hmm. Why are you wanting to you know, invest in real estate? Why are you wanting to do this? Because- And same thing with businesses operators, right? Entrepreneurs. Why are you in this business? Because you're going to get down into that low level, that roller coaster of life where your self-confidence is going to go down. And one of the key things to bring back is why are you doing this? Definitely. And I always remember they said your why can change throughout your life. Definitely. And if your why doesn't make you cry, your why is not big enough. Ooh, I never forgot that. That's a big one. That was a big one. And sometimes people are like, "Well, I just want to do it because for my kids. Why for your kids? What do you want to give to your yeah. kids? Right? Is it what kind of legacy are you looking for?" Now, what happens is a lot of people out there, they're so used to being in the little just getting by doing, and they're thinking, I can't do this on my own because I'm the fear of success. They don't want to advance. That's the, probably the biggest thing, and I've seen it in retail. I've seen it in, in the homes. I've seen it, you know, working with entrepreneurs. They don't want to step out. Part of it could be. You know, it goes back to the mindset. You know, you'll never be anything. Sometimes it's a support system.
1: Well, we talked earlier about people and who is around you. Yes. and surrounding yourself, the people that elevate you, right, and, and make you smile, first Persuously. of all. Precisely. You know, what's, what's that feeling that you get in the room? Is that person speaking with you towards your success? Or is that pe- person just sort of listening to what you had to say and then moving on to a different topic? And I think that that is um, support with the right people is extremely important. I have a saying that I've often used. There's various levels of it. But you get financial advice from your friend that has the results that you're looking for, not your broke friend. So, you know, you got to start to say, who am I getting the advice that I'm getting it from? And it's sort of like, you know, we'll say the same thing about fitness, right? You get fitness advice from your fit friend, not maybe your friend that is not as fit, Um, But, you know, you've got to find the right people to surround you with that are building you up, but also make you feel good and challenge you. And it's interesting because one of the things I talked earlier about was your listening tour. And one of the things that I want to bring up when we're talking about your why and that fear of success, because I often see individuals, and, and again, working as a performance coach for 20 years now, where people will come to me and say, well, how do you do that? You know, you've owned your own company, self-employed for 10 years. And, you know, the focus is, is finding the tribe around me of people that have that police system in it. And it's interesting because most people don't listen today. They just wait to speak
2: oh yeah it's who can talk the most right and it's interesting because you just reminded me when a lot of the training i would do and i was saying about well, financial success don't listen to your brother-in-law who sits on the couch eats the chips and drinks the beers dead broke right and, and and i would look around the room and you'd see them laughing and you'd see them like oh yeah we got one of those there's one in and, every, they have to say. and they have lots to say as such so yes surrounding the people that's what makes the difference, right? And sometimes we, you know, one thing in, in work and jobs, you can't choose the people. But in certain parts of your life as being self-employed up you can choose. And, Michelle, that's one cool thing about you. You get to choose the people that you want to work with. Absolutely. People that are going to build you up, not take you down. Correct. Right? Build you up and take you down. And if there's anything, when you walk out into a room, you're with some of your friends and people, just go back to kind of why am I hanging around this person? Do they build me up? Or are they taking me down? Are they a supporter, right? Or are they someone who's jealous of you and doesn't want to give you any support? Who's got your back?
1: Who's filling your tank? There's a saying I've heard before, you know, yes. you, you've got to fill that tank up because you deplete and you put out. is like, is this person making a deposit today or more withdrawals out of that energy piece? Because you need that. And the struggle is, and I'm extremely proud of people that get together in co-working groups and there's mastermind groups and different pieces that get in there. What I say to individuals is make sure that you're in the right one for the position that you're at and what's going on with your place in business. And when you have a lot of new entrepreneurs or new people in business and everybody's in the same struggle, you need to make sure that you're working with a coach or performance or someone that can bring you up to that other piece. And and oftentimes when I've participated in some of those groups, when I listen to people speak, it's a competition over whose problem can beat the next one versus a roundtable discussion of how are we going to work together and truly listen. You know, Darlene is having this struggle and challenge. Well, let's tell us a little bit more. Let's unpack that and let's listen to what it is versus the next statement being in many of these groups would be, oh, well, you got that problem. Well, listen to mine. And instead, it was in us working together to solve what's going on with you. It becomes a competition of whose challenge is more unique, different, or more interesting to discuss but at the end of that, did we get to a place where people really heard what you were saying and you got that back and forth? And, and I want to amplify that when other people are looking at, you know, working with a professional coach or working with a performance coach to help them through. I think the big message in that is it's really all about you. And I wanted to go back and ask you a little bit more about that time that you spend with people and, and giving that advice.
2: It, it, it is. First of all, you know, listening to the people. And, I, and that brings me back to, you know, when I first started with the group of coaches. I was the listener in the room. There were some people, I call it high maintenance, because like you said, Michelle, they just wanted to talk. They didn't listen. Right. And if you look at it in the long run, where did it go? I've been fortunate that you need mentors, coaches, you need people that, you know, hold you accountable, but you can bounce things off. Does that bring up your success and your confidence? Yeah. Yes, it does. Right? That that is so key. And so, you know, going back and looking at all the people and then moving forward with the people I get to work with, right? Making that difference in their lives is first looking at, you know, where are they at? You know, what? Where are the? Where's the issues? You have to listen to them first. It's one thing we always say, right? You have two ears and one man mouth. Right? It's not about who you talk, but customer engagement 101 101 it is simple but we take it for we take it for granted right nowadays sometimes we say keep it simple and get back to the basics With technology. Look at the airports, you know, and who is not, and it's probably grandma who doesn't have a cell phone, is not sitting on her cell phone. Where is the people connection, right? They don't want to communicate anymore. They're not listening, right, to the whole process. Well, we like that they're
1: listening to podcasts, so we'll say that today. So thank you everybody for listening while we're on here.
2: And here's where people are taking that time and they're investing in their cells. Too many times people do not invest in their cells, whether it's self-development, just giving your attention. Everybody needs a me time. It's not being selfish. You need that me time. And like we said, you know, sometimes people ask me, how, darling, how do you fill up your tank? Well, I fill up my tank giving to others. Absolutely. Right. I and, think that that
1: is a very much a shared value that you and I learn from each other right away.
2: Yes, very much. So. And people are like, some people kind of look at me and like, what? Do you, I don't quite get that. That's okay. You don't need to understand that. Just understanding that you need to find out how that works right for you. Everybody it's a little bit is a little bit different.
1: And you knew that your why was driven from that, that feeding of your tank is is derived in that satisfaction and deep satisfaction in connecting and helping others.
2: That, that is my number one mission. You know, uh, I'm just here to serve you. Mm-hmm. And if people say, you know, on the coaching call, hey, I'm just here to serve you. How would you like to be served today? Right? Whatever it may be. And it comes back to, right, people's mindsets and people themselves, no self-confidence, not having the support system around them, not having somebody challenge them, not having that accountability, not having someone to celebrate their success, you know, all those little things that can make a big difference in everybody's lives. So we just I, could.
1: Yes. And I think you and I know one thing, and that's a servant leader that you're describing well. And when you and I talk a lot about helping organizations determine, you know, where they're coming from, be it disc, be it different pieces, but leadership in general is critical, and personal leadership is number one. But that servant leader, you know, we, we, we share on that, you know, I've always said, you know, figure out who you are as a leader in a company, because I think it's important that you self identify and where that's at. And everybody leads from a different space. Um, but at the end of the day, you need to listen to what your people want. And your responsibility as a leader is to provide the tools and resources and guidance to the other individuals on your team. And when you don't do that and you get in the weeds is generally when that gets mixed up and, and it, be it small or large organizations when we're in doing analysis. We have a client we're doing some work with now, Darlene, as you know, and they actually got so far into their own weeds, they could no longer see what was happening with them in their own company anymore. And that can happen because what happens is, is I am literally no longer leading. I'm down in the trenches and I don't have anybody taking a 5,000 square foot view of my company anymore.
2: That goes back to the e-myth. That's the, hey, Michael Gerber, you haven't read that book, make sure you do. Because uh, i important. important had a chance to learn from him and such, you know, working on your business, on in your business. And what happens is a lot of times, you know, managers, owners of companies, they stop listening to anybody. They just can't see. And that is so, so, so true.
1: In the front, and, and in our experience, as soon as we can in and do an analysis, the first thing we're doing is we're not talking to the owner of the business. We're in talking to the front line of the people and we just sit down and have a chat, just shoot the breeze, and we we're sitting here at a recent construction company and sitting out front with someone just having a chat. And it turns out that this individual, an administrator, which I believe administrators around the world, um, pretty much could pretty much tell me every challenge, every success. And she already had written out at the back of a notebook on about nine different ways the company could fix. Wow. And do you know what? No one had asked her.
2: And that's a lot of things. A lot of the talent is already in the organizations, but you don't ask the questions. You don't listen to them because they have a lot of times the answers and they know some of the issues that you may not.
1: And generally, and that's the most interesting thing. It's like, I'd like to come back and tell you I found the Cadbury secret, but your front end people just already knew how to fix your company. You just hadn't talked to them in a while. So we go back to that, making sure that you talk with people. And I think that as we talk about people, plan, connect, you have to connect with the individuals that are on your team. You have to make sure that those people are aligned with what that global mission is. And, and if a company is struggling or an organization or a team, it doesn't matter. You could be a nonprofit organization. You could be a committee. You could just be the best committee. And Darlene's like a professional volunteer, too, because she knows committees. But the challenge ends with that is if nobody's
2: listening to each other you're not going to move that forward. And what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different results. And it's sad. We can all we all know that. We all can repeat that. But it's doing something about it. And recognizing, first becoming back aware. You'll hear me use that word, aware. A lot of people just don't step back enough to be aware of what's actually going on or they want to change.
1: And if they're not listening, (gasps) then they can't become aware. And I think that that's where that piece keeps coming back around. And, you know, a few tips we would give out to people is open-ended questions, you know. Asking people, you know, questions that don't have a yes or no answer to them so that you would encourage a conversation. You know, asking people to tell me about your day. Tell me what's going great in your day. You know, change that conversation with the individual. And and I generally make a promise if you just let the individual you're working with tell you all the great things in the day, naturally the things that aren't going great will come out in the conversation. But make sure it ends up a discussion. And if things a lot times stop on discussions. I think a lot of managers or leaders go in going, I've got three points I want to make to Darlene today, so I'm going to go in and ask her this one question, not listen to anything that she had to say to me in the response, just so I can barf all over her the things that I went in there to talk about.
2: Isn't it true that if you ask somebody, hey, tell me what, some, what what's wrong? Oh my God, how many things can I list? But if you asked, hey, what's good? Sometimes they have to stop and think about it. And we have to change that mindset to be able to focus more on the positive, right? Look for that happiness in your life.
1: And we were talking about that fear of success that people are having. Yes. So going back around to that is it's interesting because you went out and did all these amazing things to get success. True. That's literally why you went out there. And I want to go back to that perception of people with each other and in really looking at who you're surrounding yourself with. And, and I know as a coach, who was like, you know, when that doubt creeps in, make sure that you have a lot of fans around you, your own raving fans, of people that want to spend the time working through with how can you do better with all kinds of people that are in the same struggle as you. Because what happens is, remember, as you get more success, sometimes the people that are in our group with us – They want you to be successful, but you look different, feel different, and sound different when you're successful. So making sure that you're being very cautious to have people that understand what your vision of success is.
2: So so true. I have a mastermind group that if you ask any of the members in the group, they probably have more confidence in me than I would have in myself. And they're like, you're not – you can do more, right? And that's just a typical feeling is – but. They are my board of directors. They're my support system. And they keep, you know, during those roller coasters, uh, even people like us need those people to pull us back up. Always. Yes.
1: Always. And I find even with, like you said, with the energy we have, which is I love spending time with you because you fill my tank back up. And, it, and it's interesting because people's like, how does that? I said anybody enjoying their success and moving forward, that's what fills my tank every single time, you know, working uh, 14 now, years now in, in professional recruitment, you know, I've paced over 500 people in new careers, minimally. Um, and Lord knows how many I had when I was an employer. You know, at one point I had 450 people across every province in Canada that I was, had the privilege of overseeing. But as a leader, I had, you know, four other layers of leadership that were between me and our front end individuals. But at the end of the day, the only thing that was ever important was what was their why, what was their motivator today. And I want to go back to something you had said earlier about people as we're kind of wrapping this up. But knowing what they're going to spend their money on, because it's not about money. And you had said a comment earlier about something about their kids or whatever it is. I think spend some time to understand is what's success for you. What does it look like? And I love vision boards. We've got a great friend, Kim Eagles, that's done it a few. She's a professional organizer. She does an amazing job, Chaos Solutions. And she's led a lot of great exercises on vision boards and things. And what I like about it is it gives you perspective of what success looks like. Some people want to say if we're speaking on a stage and that, they're like, look at them and blah, 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 blah. But not everybody wants to do that. No, precisely. Right? So what, what, what's your Why? Which your success,
2: right? And that's really what it goes back to, you know. Um, I just want to make a difference in people's lives, right? That's as simple as it is. And people are like, well, why? Uh, that again fills my tank and my why. Uh, I feel that if I don't share what I have, I am doing a disservice to the people. I agree. So that keeps me going as such. And I have a responsibility to share what I know and my talents and just to put another smile in their face.
1: Well, we're going to make sure that we will be continuing to put tons of emoji, smile emojis at the <laughs> bottom of
2: this podcast as well. Um, I know, Darlene,
1: that we could continue again um, and, and talk for hours. And, and I'm definitely going to invite you back to have a bit more of a conversation, again, around connecting with people, because that's what we do. Um, I think there's a lot of other sectors and things, but... You know, what maybe are a couple of your last comments on those people that are, are, are in some self-doubt, that they're in that place where, you know, they're sort of afraid of moving forward. What are some tips that you would have as, as a leadership coach and a performance coach that you might say to them that they could go do maybe today, tomorrow, this week to, to maybe make a bit of a difference? What would be some of the things?
2: Well, one of the things is taking an inventory of the people that you're surrounding yourself at this point. Right. And just look who fills me up, who doesn't. You know, do you do you have somebody that, you know, there's there's coaches for maybe it's dealing with your family. There's coaches for working right on. Right. So where is it that you need that extra help? Maybe it's just having a friend as accountability partner. Right. And you constantly and we and that's been so much success. Right. I just want you to hold me accountable, but I also want you to cheer me on to go to the next level. There is people out there to support you. And you have to believe in that. And maybe it's a case of just finding them and they could be right there and sometimes it's not your spouse or the people in your household it usually to, it's not no usually those are the ones that bring you down and that's a whole other <laughs> conversation right definitely but, is. definitely is opposite but for this role you want
1: someone outside of that space for the right reasons though yes. because the people at home fill your tank in a different way their, their job is to fill a different part of your tank yes and i think when we Take that responsibility and share it with someone else outside. That at home gets better because you know what? You can use those individuals to fill the other pieces of it or take the time to relax, cook a meal, please sit down and eat dinner together. If people spent more time speaking with each other, meeting with each other, you know, that one becomes very critical.
2: Yeah. And maybe too, another thing that that's almost, look at the some of the people you know, or maybe someone that you'd like to get to know better that you, you kind of admire, right? Maybe it's a mentor. Maybe it's, listen, hey, would you give me time to have a coffee with? You? I just got some questions. I just you know want to see how you do some things. Maybe you got some tips. So that is always right. always a good way as well. I had some friends I hadn't seen for a while and they're like, hey, we want to have coffee with you because uh, we want to pick your brain from some things. And it's kind of like hey, that's awesome.
1: And what that does for you is it allows you to, again, reach out to a bif- different tribe, Correct. surround yourself with more like-minded people. Yes. And, and going back to that, that last example I gave is if those are the results that you want, in our experience, and I know I can say that, Darlene, we talk about it a lot, really motivated people that are enjoying their success are truly happy to sit down with someone else and fill your cup.
2: There's a lot of people out there have knowledge to share. They don't have the people to talk to about. They don't have the family members to hear down. You know, there's a lot of business going to change hands. They don't have somebody in the family takes it. interest. And they just want somebody to share their experience.
1: And there's a lot of people out there to do it. And is. you can get a hold of us because we're happy to do that as well. And we'll make sure that Tosh includes that contact information. So as our time wraps up today, I just want to say a huge thank you to Darlene. We both have big smiles on our face. I hope you can hear them. And uh, we'll look forward to the opportunity to speak with you again.
2: Thank you guys. Hey, and take one of these tips and just continue to smile.
1: Right on.
0: Thank you for listening to People Plan Connect Recruitment, Retention, Workforce Planning, and Succession with business strategist Michelle Alcorn. If you have a podcast topic or you'd like to be on the podcast, please contact Michelle at MichelleConnects.ca. That's MichelleConnects.ca.